Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. <laughs> and I'm weird. I yeah. am we- and I'm weird. I- and I'm, and I'm weird. Justin Camps. <laughs> Things get pretty weird. Things get weird when we're talking about Highlander for the a millionth time. How <laughs> many of these did they make? Which episode of Yeah, of what Highlander? are we even on? I Someone don't asked me the number. Well, I totally forgot. There's, I believe there's five of the... Let's, uh, let's count them down. Let's count them down together. We got Highlander. We yeah. got Highlander 2, The Quickening. Highlander 3, The Multiple Titles. Oh, the Sorcerer's Curse. <laughs> yeah. Sorcerer's Curse. Highlander, we the series. did the series, yep. Highlander, the t-shirts. We did. Spaceballs, <laughs> the lunchbox. You're ruining the countdown. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. We're at four. We're at four. Highlander, the TV series. Highlander, the source. Yep. And now six, the sextuple. You no, you messed up. Wait, did you, you count the TV series as a up. number? There's, there, there, there's five. TV series, four. Five films. There's five films. The fourth is the uh, there's the TV show. And then oh now. right, TV show Endgame, and then now this. Yes. Okay. So seventh. Yeah. This is the seventh episode. Oh my god. On Highlander, I believe. Septuple. It's it's up there in our uh, ranks of yeah, movies we've right. done. We did this to ourselves. We did. Yes, we did. We didn't have to talk about this week's animated I think we did. version. I think we. I I agree with you, Liz. Yeah, yeah. We, we absolutely we are did. completists. That's right. If there's anything yeah. that we could say on this podcast, it's an entire movie about the same length as the last quote unquote film we watched. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote film <laughs> and or music video adorned with scenes. <laughs> yes, and. On paper, it has the potential to be cool. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> Spoiler alert, so did I. <laughs> Spoiler alert, seems like Elis did it. <laughs> hey, that's going to be that's gonna be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. But before we get into it, we're coming to the end of our Highlander times. Mm-hmm. Oh, we sure are. Elis. I think that we might already know what we're going to be doing next. But beyond that, we have no idea. So if people have any suggestions, where can they get at us? Please email us at sequelrights at gmail.com or hit us up on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sequel Rights. The sequels are our oyster. That's what people say, right? That's that's what we say now. (laughs) Our, 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 oyster. Great, great idea. Uh, Rolls right off the tongue. Yeah. Uh, And please rate, review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Give us five stars for the seven Highlander movies. (laughs) Give one star for each of the seven. If it if it says you can't give us seven, keep trying. Uh, Submit. Don't give us five and two though. Yeah, right. no. no, no, just five. Yeah, you have. I think you have to. Hit, I think you have to give us multiple five star reviews before it lets you do the same. Right. Well, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's how it works. It right? says that there can only be one, but please give us five. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so today we're talking about Highlander: The Search for Vengeance. Yep. Which is, I think that we were on our own search from vengeance for from vengeance for vengeance after watching Highlander: The Source. Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't we? Uh, th- this is a uh, this is from the same <laughs> fatal year of Highlander: The Source, two thousand seven. Uh, like we said last week, we've yet to see another Highlander film, um, so this is part of the nail in the coffin potentially. Um, but let's see what we're getting into. This is the story of one immortal. 
and his everlasting search of vengeance. A dark future has risen from the ashes of human greed. My new world begins! A world dominated by evil. Your obedience is all it takes. But there is one warrior who has fought for freedom through centuries of conflict. He shall be known as our brother, Colin McLeod. As empires have risen and fallen. All right, there you go. This one, man, so I feel like it's really funny that this came out in the same year. Yeah. Um, Because I know... Tyler and I already kind of tipped our uh, hand here that we that we enjoyed this movie, but I was kind of like, <laughs> I feel like the producers were like, "All right, we got two scripts. <laughs> one of them we can do is an animated film. The other one we can do is our brand new flagship live action film." And I feel like they made they, the wrong. Choice. <laughs> they they got, there was a classic mix em up. Yeah. I feel like you guys have like Stockholm syndrome or whatever, or not. That maybe that's the wrong term. But whatever, the source was so bad that you're giving this one like an easy pass because I, no, I think I, I think, think that so. I think that the Highlander concept has always lended itself to anime. Yes, I think that it was always this. And the thing that I, the reason that I liked Sorcerer's Curse or whatever the fuck three was called. <laughs> Uh, more than two, and sometimes one is that because it had the through the history, you know, flashbacks, mm-hmm. and like the yeah. show had, and this has a truly immortal conflict that plays out over centuries mm-hmm. uh, in classic anime fashion. Yes, uh, but I think that delivers on the promise of the central idea of what makes Highlander cool. Yeah. And I think it does some work to fix problems that we've yeah. had with the series in as a whole, which we can get into later. Also, the quickening uh, in an anime just it just fits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yes. Yeah. But um, so apparently, you know, it wasn't just like a split second. These are going to come out the same year, according to one of my friends who follows the anime world a lot, Leslie. Um, this thing was like in anime development hell for a long time. And apparently it's pretty well known in those circles as a big disaster. Like, <laughs> apparently this company Madhouse was supposed to do it. They're really famous. They're really well known. Uh-huh. At some point they were like, bail! And like, just kind of <laughs> left it to be finished by other people. Um, and uh, it, it seems like famously one of those things that they just sort of gave up on halfway through and then mm-hmm. pieced together and sent it out. Um but no, I do I do see what you're saying. I mean, it definitely does lend itself to anime and um but maybe a series and not a movie, which is what we've always said about this. There yeah. Premise. I would just say before like before we get into like the more meta like deconstruction of what it like it starts, it's a it's a far future dystopian mm-hmm. thing like we've seen in now this is the third highlander movie that is in a far future dystopia I yeah think this and, is the and most successful if there's one thing about the highlander franchise that you want to carry over into this movie it's that it opened at the Trench meadowlands Coast. in new jersey <laughs> yeah <laughs> the new jersey yeah. meadowlands <laughs> that's right which still exists <laughs> i believe the year here is uh 2187 yes uh and uh trench coats still cool that's it's, my favorite through line yes. oh it's the best Totes. Uh, 
what's her what's her protagonist's name? It's not Colin. Colin. It is Colin. So okay. if, you, if, if you got something stuck in your ear, you might think they were saying Connor. Yeah, yeah. Colin. <laughs> yeah. Connor. Colin. Colin. Um, of the clan, one of us, Colin. Of the Clan McLeod. Very. Technically. Yeah. Uh, uh, kind of from the Clan yes. McLeod. <laughs> uh, so we get to see him fight, which I, I think the opening of this is very cool. He's not and like not, a... Yeah, not only is there dystopian future, there's mutants. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mutants and robots. And, and fan boats. Yes. <laughs> oh, my. There, this was like, I mean, okay, we're talking a little bit about the fight scenes here. Like, there were this, this moment and like several moments throughout the film, I was like... Oh, this is what it looks like in their heads when they write the script. Yeah. And then it never quite turns <laughs> out like that? this. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Colin fights a giant chainsaw sword wielding mutant. Yes. Uh, and the fight's pretty awesome. He's got, you know, the classic, like, over oversized weapon. Yep. Uh, <laughs> anime weapon. Yep. Uh, and he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to fight this guy. He's looking for somebody else. Uh, but you know, if there's a quickening to be had. He'll take the quickening. Mm-hmm. And we get the, as I said before, an anime quickening, it just lends itself so much better to than the, uh, I'm blanking on from the source, what was the guy's name? The Guardian? The, Guardian. the Guardian's <laughs> weird, like, static electricity thing, yeah, yeah. or any time that. Lambert was just yelling while things were exploding behind Some him. Some of them looked cool, but the, all the Duncan ones, I think, were pretty bad. But this movie has it's over nine thousand in terms of what's happening for <laughs> yeah. these quickenings. It's like a, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Lots of effects and I don't know. I I feel like lots of anime yelling. It's fully <laughs> real. Yeah, <laughs> it's fully realized in this moment. Yeah. <laughs> so Colin is even older than Connor. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was around uh, in the Roman times. Yeah, one twenty five A D. The film says. And his arch nemesis is real life person, <laughs> yeah, Marcus Aurelius, <laughs> Marcus Octavius, Marcus oh, Octavius. Sorry, my bad. Okay, then maybe it's not a real life. No, person. yeah, it's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought he said Marcus Aurelius. No, my no, bad. It's, it's Marcus Octavius. And I like <laughs> yeah, it's this. Like, yeah. I like this setup because, like, he's so it's like it's different orders. Like, he's Colin McLeod when we see him in this flashback. Um, and he has his wife, and, and they're very much in love, and she's just like, oh, yeah, like, when when my father, you know, puts you in charge of us, I thought that he'd lead this, and she has apprehension about going after the the Romans, and he's like, well, what, otherwise we're just going to die. We're going to have to do this. She poisons him, mm-hmm. uh, having made a deal with Octavius uh, to ostensibly save the rest of her people. Mm-hmm. Poison and poison the man that she obviously loved. Uh, her and, husband. They were married. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. his marriage. And but she's she loved her people more. And this dude crucifies her. <laughs> yeah. uh, and turns out that Colin is an immortal. This is where he gets. Well, he was not immortal yet. He was not immortal yet. Yeah, he didn't he, like that. So it was her poisoning that that makes him immortal. Uh, right? It's unclear. No, 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 no. it's unclear if it's the poisoning it's or the head, getting killed. It's the head, the head, the head stabbing. I think. Are you uh, sure though? Because I, we don't really know. Yeah, I think. I, I, th- I thought that I thought that he was always an immortal, and that when she killed, it seemed. Him, it seemed it was just unclear whether or not she killed him or just disabled him. Yeah, my my reading of it was that he was disabled, and then he gets killed in the like joust competition. Okay, and by the way, not that I'm speaking up for the bad guy here, but it's not like he just. <laughs> 
betrays her and crucifies her the deal was that she was supposed to have sex with him which of course is horrible and deplorable but then she kills him and yeah. then he he strings right. her up because he's immortal so right. he doesn't die right so yeah like yeah she was she was playing both sides and like whatever but she didn't know he was immortal yeah. obviously yes but I, I like that they I like that they kind of set up that like these guys both find out that they're immortal like either on the same day or almost the same yeah. day. Yeah, we don't know if he knew before. It seemed like he might have known. It seemed yeah. like that that Marcus might have known. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. like but like that that they it's unclear, I guess. Yeah, that they become like rivals at that point. Like 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 their inciting incident of like I hate this fucking guy. This is where the search for vengeance yes. begins. Yes. And yeah, so so Colin uh on the cross goes to find his wife as she's been crucified and she says, you know, I did what I did. Um he it's clear that he immediately has forgiven her. Uh for she what, has one dying wish. Yeah. Do not seek vengeance. You will not have a life. Don't you dare and search for vengeance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, what does this guy do? <laughs> he well, like, we don't we don't quite gotta go know, find that. Yeah, we don't quite know yet. <laughs> we see this flash. Like I will say that the way this movie structures its flashbacks is pretty good. I was initially extremely confused because I think the first flashback we see is of him being like crowned a, a clan McLeod, just like kind right. of like how Connor had died, and then he comes back, and so. It's initially seems like because they because they add in in this movie they add in a situation where like when you f- get mortally wounded and you're mortal you're like dead for like at least a couple minutes right or longer it seems because just depends people will think you're legitimately dead legitimately dead I feel like that's always been the case that's always been the case uh, depending they, on they, what the they, wound was they buried be, yeah. they buried Connor yeah but he was but that was before he was immortal in this one they're like. Oh, our brother fought for us, uh, you know, in, as a, now we're going to name him Clan McLeod. He was already immortal at this point. Right. Because that takes place after the Roman right. thing. So they they give him a whole funeral, bury him, and then he wakes up like a zombie like later yeah. in the day. <laughs> which, right. Which is not, they've never been like that. I thought it was. Dead. But... I, don't, I don't think so. Or maybe we haven't seen that many people like totally get killed. I would say back. that the... Only other comparison is the Highlander two when they drive the car and get shot up. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know. It takes that. a good ten to fifteen. Yeah, minutes. I guess yeah. that was like the only other time. I guess that was also there was also the dumbest time. I guess we so. haven't seen that many things where they've been like mortally wounded. Yeah, <laughs> come back. Um, so the futuristic that as Highlander sequels go, this is the best future dystopia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's there's. It's fully fleshed out. There's a giant metropolis with outskirts. There's a coronavirus. There's a coronavirus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a little boy who is a pimp. <laughs> At first, I was like, his name's also John. Oh no, it's then, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's Colin's son from the other movie. Yeah, um, Connor. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. Connor. But yeah. The, I, I do. The, the one thing that I did really like about this, uh, for for the setup between Marcus and Colin, is that Colin doesn't know he's an immortal either. After we already know that, he charges at him, gets fucked up in the joust thing, and uh, Marcus wants it. Like he's like, "Oh, I'm going to kill this guy. I'm going to get quick and it's going to be great." Uh, and then a horse just drags him to stone Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah. With to holy ground. Fucking Stonehenge, Stonehenge man. Yeah. So you get you get the holy ground and the holy ground and like and they make it actually cool. Like it's like he won by happen chance. Yeah. Happen you stance. get to talk to a rabbit now. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's your. So prize. yeah, for the first time, we've got like basically force ghosts. Uh, he gets like a Yoda, sassy not, Yoda guy. It's not the first time though, because that's what like Sean Connery was for. Yeah, he was but, alive. He was no, but but he but like there was times where he wasn't there that he would hear like they the, uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't it like possessing head, yeah. animals though. No, he's just like hearing well, his voice. He wasn't a druid, but yeah, he would definitely hear his voice when he wasn't there. <laughs> it's confusing as to who this guy is. Really, <laughs> oh my god, he's the Sean Connery character. His name Love is Oh my god, Oh my god. His name is Goose Beard. Oh my god, <laughs> and it's uh, Jim Burns once again. Yeah, come back. Jim Burns coming back, yeah. Uh, the only person to come back for this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, in front of the game. Merry, yeah. cri- Merry Christmas. He plays the role of like telling him, like, yeah, why you, for a, for a guy who just become became immortal, like, sure wants to die or whatever he says. Yeah, he he's the guy who said, hey, remember what your wife just said like five minutes ago? Yeah, <laughs> maybe don't. <laughs> but turns out, no. Yeah. So yeah, he spends uh, centuries. Trying to kill this guy and failing every time. We get what, like a China one. We get a feudal Japan. We get like World a, War Two. World War Two. Yeah, Spanish Inquisition type thing. Colonial Which, British. I really like this montage because it's, oh, it's like it's something awesome. that they could. never... I did like when he was a Nazi. Yeah, that made sense. It was something that they could never really do on the budgets they were having. I guess. So yeah, the, you basically have Marcus being an immortal on the side of whatever authoritarian is bad. You know, side of whatever conflict over the, yeah. the intervening two thousand years. He wants to Colin. rebuild Rome. That's his goal. That's his goal. Mm-hmm. Rome esque. Rome as as he saw it, as yeah. Nero saw it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's always aligning himself, but he's always a subordinate of some other realm. And now in twenty one eighty seven, he has decided that he's going to make his own society. He's got the tallest building. He's got the tallest building, and he has a way to control it. Yeah, and I think uh, you know, I think with Marcus, we get like the m- most serious villain, the best villain. Had. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's better than all the other ones. You know, he's got an ideal. Yeah, and they're so cartoony and over the top, and all the other movies. That this guy is actually seems like uh, an equal to the guy that we're. I mean, Colin in this movie feels like totally beneath this dude. Like, yeah, like well, well, it's the it's the the, the dynamic the that that yeah. carries out through the entire movie is that like he's the, always the Roman and Colin is always the barbarian. Yeah, he's always charging in, and he I shows think, up on the last day of the battle to yeah. to lose. And yeah. even though they say they do say there can be only one, that it doesn't ever come into play. We don't see any other mortals get involved in any of these skirmishes really, except uh, the sidekick, the lady girl. Yeah. yeah, well, and he kills an immortal in the beginning of the movie. Yes. Right. Yeah, but I mean they're not like important characters yeah. uh around. And um yeah, the villain is not trying to go for the there can only be one prize. He has an idea of what he's trying yeah. to build and that's always more interesting than yeah. you know, cut and dry. Yeah, well, and especially because we don't even know what the prize is at this point. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like but I I also think that it's really interesting of having him be, you know, at one point there there's a the the Nazi sequence that you talked about, like he's flying like a cargo plane and Colin is flying, you know, like a, a, a British Air Force, you know, Spitfire uh, fighter plane. And there's an awesome anime sequence where he uh, his plane gets crashed. Uh, Colin lands on the wing of the Nazi plane and they fight. Yeah. And, 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 and Marcus is like, oh, I'm impressed or yeah. something <laughs> like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. Um, but so it, it just shows that Marcus is like. 
the, the whole time, like, he was not trying to rule it all. He was just trying to to nudge the wheel of history. And it's at only at this far future point where he's like, no, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I, I've, I've tried it enough. Like, he, but he had respect for that. Oh, just because I have infinite life doesn't mean that I can control nations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like that uh, Colin's focus was so. Um... Yeah, it was so narrow. It wasn't like, oh, what's going on with the game or whatever. It was like, he, he, he's like, I just want to kill this guy. Throughout time, I've only been trying to kill this dude. Yeah. <laughs> and that's It's just like an, uh, you know, where it's, we've always talked about like, it would be cool to see the other stories going on in the universe. And yeah. I feel like this is one of the interesting ones we could I, see. Yeah. Especially just because it's set up from the beginning to be across centuries mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that he is always losing. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool too. One of the times that they fight, or maybe it was the first time he he gets that gash like down the brain, yeah, like yeah, in the that, middle of his yeah. face. But yet, if your head does not leave your body, as we know, yep. you will survive. Well, yeah, and, and yeah. I and, and and my reading of the film is that that was the inciting. That was the like, incident. That was the inciting immortal. Incident. Yeah, I never quite knew, but yes. Like um, he wakes up at Stonehenge, and then the 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 rabbit dude is there. Like, yeah, hey, you're an immortal. <laughs> BT dubs. <laughs> so so let's talk about the uh the women of this film. Yes. Yeah. Uh I don't know her name, but but dress lady, uh who is the sidekick <laughs> of Marcus. She's got a dress that comes up in a point over her butthole and then yep. on the other side, like it looks like a swimsuit. It looks normal in the front, but in the back there's no like Yeah. Yeah, it comes up <laughs> in a V. Her her dress aside, right. her dress aside, he met her when she was a peasant woman in some feudal age. Feudal and, Japan, yeah. And they've been together ever since. And yeah, her, and honestly, like, like that is kind of better than any of the sidekick slash no, female. It's the, it's the most most healthy immortal relationship takes, that we've he seen. He picks her up and he says, I saved your life, you're immortal, and you're gonna work with me, and she's like, Alright. I mean they still obviously are Getting their jollies and you know, yeah. like no, having like a good time. They're, they're into each other. Yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't seem like that he's like sleeping around with anybody else either. No. It's yeah. like it's that, weird. That's, that's his lady. So yeah, she she was all right actually. I thought her revival scene was kind of horrifying. Like it was the, the few times that we see her die, her eyes like roll back in her head, and yeah. she when she comes back to life, it's like <laughs> and her eyes like roll back. I was like, oh God. yeah, you can show cool stuff like that <laughs> yeah. in animation. But on the other side, Colin's wife was named. Moya or Moira? Moya? Moira. Yeah. Yeah, and, the original one was Moya. Yeah. Yeah. And then at some point when he is taken up with the clan McCloud, he has another wife named Deborah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that, which is like, okay, if you're still trying to get revenge for this one lady, like, why did you then pick up another wife, you know, right. who you then abandoned <laughs> or whatever? Confusing. Yeah. And the, the old Druid guy's like, dude. Don't do that, you know. And then in this yeah, timeline, like, like you, you, you won. Like you, you have somebody. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this timeline, the little boy tries to set him up with a hooker. Uh, yeah, she's a yeah a hooker with a heart of gold um, because she wants to save everybody uh, by <laughs> getting vaccines. Lives in a sewer. With yeah. A yeah. Uh, named uh, Delilah. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she. She looks says like something, yeah. yeah. She says a line of Moya's that throws on the flashback, and you know we've seen stuff All like this before. Yeah. Oh, it's where, it's a trope of the highlight. yeah, where yep. the yep. women are very reminiscent of the past women, and that's why they like them or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, that 
must be what's happening. He likes this woman because she looks like his old right. wife. But they take it a step farther here yeah. to what's only been maybe alluded to or possibly thought of a couple times before in that it's the same woman being reincarnated or her spirit or whatever. This, this is this is what I was alluding to earlier uh, when I was saying like they that they they add concepts that I that like fix problems that we've had in the previous films. Like I oh. wish that this concept had been brought up. Where the whole time we've been like, God, why is he just in love with another girl? Like, what the hell? Like, it would have been so nice if they had, you know, brought this idea into one of the previous films. Uh, and it's too bad that it's in this, you know, this anime film that probably not a lot of people have seen. Yeah. Where it's like, it's like the Highlanders have been around long enough. They're like, no, reincarnation's totally real. Yeah. And it makes sense that he falls in love with these other people because it's like the same person that you right. originally love that come back. I think that's a... It's a poetic idea for Highlander yes. uh, and something I wish they had explored earlier. Or, yeah, and as somebody of like, and whether the, there was doubt in the audience or not, if they actually believe that, then, you know, again, there's responsibility if you're telling that person that or not, or if you're stabbing them <laughs> right. and making them an immortal or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I was kind of like, <laughs> you'll come back Okay, tomorrow. I guess, like, if we're going to say it's a literal reincarnation and not just maybe like a more vaguely spiritual one I think might have been a little bit better because I'm kind of like it's literally the same woman like what I guess I'm like <laughs> but, I mean, but, like, it, but less, less guys, gross than three yeah I mean, no it's definitely yeah, less yeah, gross yeah, yeah. but you got you're like oh how romantic and I'm like whatever you know like, <laughs> <laughs> but what I didn't like was the fact that I'm a god withholds this information <laughs> for three four thousand years yeah and yeah, doesn't yeah. bother to tell him at any point that, that it's the same woman. He just keeps that to himself. He's too busy fucking around as a seagull. Or <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Ugh. So, yeah. Marcus in his future tower has a... Trump tower. He's in Trump tower. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's engineered a virus that's making people scared and it's, keeping them down. Yeah. But he's uh, got the he's got the one hundred percent death raid virus, right? Well, no, basically, well, it's like, yet, yeah. yeah, basically, what like the they're trying to get the vaccine because they think that this virus is natural, mm-hmm. and then word gets out that it was designed by him, and he's he's doing this, um, and he although it does, I, I will get back to the snag in the plan that that it comes up to eventually. <laughs> uh, because he was just using it as a control thing, but eventually he's like, "Well, I'm bored with this world. Like, I'm kill just everyone. we'll just kill everybody." But yeah, like, we just praised all his ideals, but then he kind of loses it at the end. Well, no, in his mind, he's like, "We'll just do a hard reset, and like, and I, I can do it do it better." But it's <laughs> we'll but, do a hard reset in this fifty mile radius. But, but again, <laughs> but again, immortals can't have kids, or is that like which rule? Hey, that's not a rule in this movie. Apparently not. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we didn't get the PowerPoint. The only PowerPoint at the beginning was like. Life is cheap and death comes easy. Dot dot dot. Yeah. Save for some. Yep. And then everything else fades away and save for some just stays on there for like a few more frames, which is just cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Compared to everything else. We've yeah, seen. yeah. Well, no, it's like it, it just fits into this heightened kind of. Everything's big. Everything's loud. Everything's a sh- like a set piece. He deflects a bullet back with his sword. Right, that he was does. cool. <laughs> he does indeed. There's some bullet time stuff. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why did I write down Venus matching? What was that? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes right. it's been something with the scientists. Uh, whatever. No. Hold on. I'm not sure. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So eventually they have to what? 
the plan is to infiltrate the uh, the the tower. Yep. And uh, what's it? Is it Delilah or Dahlia? Delilah. Delilah. Yeah. Okay. She she uh, she knows. Oh no the no, way it's in. Dahlia. I think it's You're Dahlia. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like the black Dahlia. Yeah. She she knows the way in, and we get a an amazing uh, intermission for a uh, Resident Evil giant alligator. Yes. Fight. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which, which I thought was so funny. Also, <laughs> Marcus would have a giant alligator. They're de- so they're like creeping in the sewers and then like the kid Joe, doesn't he like drop something? He does. He drops something in the water and he's like, oh shit, I dropped it. <laughs> uh, and they're like, <laughs> Colin's like, because he has a voice like that. Oh fuck. Sure, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm a 12 year old boy. <laughs> That's what he says. Like, you need a lady? Yeah. I'll get you a lady. I'll get you a lady. Hey there, um, mister. Yeah. And uh, Colin's like, run! And Dahlia runs. And <laughs> so, like, they're getting chased by this giant mutant gator, alligator. gator, 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 gator. And the only thing I could think of is what happens. She, she's like trying to climb up this ladder and she falls in the water in a sewer. And underwater, she screams, like, Bleh! and I was like, all, all I could think of was like, ew, she opened her mouth in that water? What the fuck? <laughs> but then the, uh, the alligator is dispatched fairly quickly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with one swing. But I thought that was really funny. Like, <laughs> anime sewer water. Gross. So, yeah, there's a lot of. Um, well, so the deal that they've made is that he'll help them get the virus. And then after that, he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do and kill Marcus. He wants to kill him. I mean, once he. He doesn't even know that Marcus is in the city. Like. Um. No, until until he's there and brought in. Like, he's just like, Marcus? And, like, that's oh, when the yeah, flashback yeah, yeah. comes. Then he. Then he Rips up a parking meter and throws oh, it at yeah, the building. Oh, yeah, yeah. He sees him on like a, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a yeah. Times Square Jumbotron. And uh, then he was like, oh, well, no. Now I actually want to be in this city and I'm going to kill this guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he helps the kid and the lady get the vaccine and then they escape and have their own hijinks of escaping from uh, the guards and stuff. And he mm-hmm. takes off to go get Marcus. Yeah, all the sweet robots that have also have like a yeah. swords and stuff. For yeah, you get some like Indiana Jones door closing type slides yeah. and things like that. Yeah, Marcus has uh, put together some contingency plans for immortals trying to come at him. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, and like some of the fight, the fight scene between like him and, uh, is yeah. And Colin is awesome. Cause they like, yeah, they, they start in like the office and then they burst out onto the roof and yeah. they're like sliding down the roof and fighting. And then like Colin falls from like, you know, a hundred stories up or whatever. Yeah. And it, it was fun. Cause like, yeah, we've never seen anyone. You, you just can't, you, the movies that we've seen before that you just can't execute these kind of sequences the the idea of highlander is projects to this scale Mm -hmm. very nicely yeah uh and then uh marcus released the virus uh (laughs) colin kills him and everyone's like oh everyone's dead and he's like oh that's too bad and then the rabbit shows up and he's basically (laughs) just like nope the quickening killed all the virus i know that was (laughs) was a nice little bow to wrap it up like unfortunately the emperor has returned Uh, (laughs) so yeah he no but the quickening wiped out the virus is such a like it was such a weird like, line. Yeah. Hey. And it makes sense of sure. what we know of quickenings that a yeah. huge ass lightning storm might, you know, get rid of this, this foggy just cloud. Destroy yeah. all microscopic versions it of this It dissipates the uh, thing. Yeah. Or maybe just at least makes the virus like less potent or sure. something. Just, it's just a, a little cough. It's just a flu. Nothing to worry about. So. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, I think that, that there's not a ton to to dive 
into with well, the rest oh, of Well, don't group. forget, though, oh. that he gave them the real gift, prize. Or oh. I, he says, like, the, re- the real thing that you've given all of us is hope. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. And so now they all like, yeah. Did we talk about there, how there's another, uh, you know, patented Highlander sex scene in this? Oh, there is. There is. Animated boobs and everything. Yep. Yeah. Where I was like, <laughs> they keep cutting back between like them getting it on and then like candles in the church. Getting lit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are they fucking in the church? Yeah. There's like a, a hunchback of Notre Dame scene where she goes and like lights the candles and he's like, yeah. why are we doing this? And she's like, Hey Jesus, I, I still believe. Yeah. Uh, I was like, all right, whatever. Um, this is Marcus and his, uh, uh, Dahlia. Yeah. Da- no, 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 it's, not Dahlia. Dahlia. it's Dahlia and Colin. Oh, oh, right. oh yeah. Dahlia. Right. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's another sex scene between Marcus and his lady. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 but less less animated boobs. Yeah. So yeah, there's like a full on hentai scene, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, oh god, yeah, very weird. Um, oh well, what else? Like anything? Any other like cool things that you were like? There's a scene uh, I talked briefly about that scene when um, there's a really cool shot of uh, Colin coming out of the ground after being buried, and he looks like a zombie. And <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Yeah, no, there, there's a lot of cool things in this. I think that that I like to spend the rest of the episode just kind of talking about how watching this last informs how I see the rest of the series. Like Highlander Two: The Quickening is an anime movie. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, this, there's a sun shield and like all this shit. Like that is the most anime plot ever. Yeah, but they weren't animes. So right, right. instead we see the horrible I absolutely yeah. but like the guys who are writing them as Justin said is like that's how they saw it in their minds like yeah, yeah. like that they they are like these larger than life fight scenes of people going back and forth and in this movie specifically I love the idea of this rivalry and just focusing on one these this two adversaries mm-hmm. across hundreds of years Yeah and I, and I would argue that like part of the fantasy of the Highlander is to see like him be like a badass yes. or something. And I feel like, or do something awesome. And I feel like for the most part, they've never done that. Well, and, <laughs> and also like it actually makes sense for it to be the Highlander because it is barbarians, Celtic barbarians mm. and the Romans. Yeah. And, him, them fighting and that dynamic playing out throughout history and those tropes playing out throughout history mm-hmm. up until the far future. And it's like, yeah. oh, that's why they call him the Highlander. <laughs> like, because in all the other movies, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so uh, Tyler and I have been kind of like gushing about this movie. But yeah. Eliz, it seemed like uh, at the start that you kind of hinted that maybe you didn't enjoy this as much. So Talk, I'm interested talking to hear. it through with you guys has made me feel a little bit more kindly toward it. But originally I was like, this is pretty bad. And what I told my friend was that, you know, cause she asked me what I thought about it. And I was like, as a Highlander movie, it's okay. Mm-hmm. As an anime, it was pretty bad. I think. And I think it kind of just depends maybe how many, you know, anime movies mm-hmm. and TV shows you've seen because they're two very different, like, pacing totally. things. And so, like I said, I think this, uh, you know, it's like it would have worked better as a backdoor pilot slash mm-hmm. series type thing. Um, and w- it has, you know, the 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 battles and the ideas and all the cool things that I would expect from an anime, but it didn't have the um like the backbone 
for it, mm-hmm. I would say, uh, because the Highlanderness is sort of dragging <laughs> it down in a way. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. So, so the, this is like sort of how I would, um, articulate this is that like i agree with what you're saying and that the ideas behind these two uh the protagonist and the antagonist Mm -hmm. it's cool it's cool that they have this centuries-long rivalry it was not articulated well Mm -hmm. you're seeing it and i agree that it like again once again it's cool in concept but they're not expressing it right like he just over and over is like i want to kill this dude because like at some point like it, it almost needs to get to the like um What's that movie with Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford where he's like, I didn't even kill your wife. He's like, I don't care. You know, like they, they got to at some point be like, right. forget that lady. Like this is us now, you know, for whatever reason. And it's an ideological thing. And maybe and, and it could be that there's translation issue too, because yeah, this is an anime and they wanted to bring the Highlander saga to a Japanese audience. But this DVD that we all purchased, because it's not available streaming anywhere, <laughs> yeah. has no subtitles in any language yeah. available and no alternate audio. So you can't watch it in Japanese. You can't even watch it in English with the English subtitles. subtitles. Yeah. And so on this DVD. And so, you know, what my friend Leslie was telling me, like, you know, it's kind of known for being a disaster. One of the things is that the English job is known to be horrible. That, uh-huh. like, so maybe in Japanese, there's a little bit, it's a little deeper, maybe, and there's yeah. more to glean from it. But some of the dialogue in this was just so bad that I'm kind of like, is the idea even there? Do they know it's there? <laughs> or are we being kind and like putting that on them ourselves? You know what I mean? Yeah. Although, in the context of Highlander movies, the dialogue does not stand no. out yeah, bad. Yeah. No, yes. no. And it's like, and it's, and in like, of, of the seven movies that we've watched, it, Kind of makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm saying. As a Highlander movie, it's all right. Yeah. As an anime, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, you know, I uh, for, for all these movies, I've been kind of going through and pulling stupid audio clips of, yeah. like, the terrible yeah. dialogue. And after watching this movie, I was like, I don't think I laughed once at, like, someone's yeah. line delivery. Oh, come on. Or... The quickening wiped out the virus. That was... Yeah, I yeah. guess. But, it was, but it's not, like, funny enough to, like, include as a sound clip. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just, it's only funny in the context it's of, just like... just a that... bad dub, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's just... Uh... I mean, that was just... That was just plot. Pure plot of yeah, just, yeah. Like, yeah. just like... Oh, they, I've already released it. And it's like, well, guess the thing that you did, there's like smack, you know? Yeah. And I mean, uh, yeah, I, I would agree that there's nothing like groundbreaking here, especially, especially you know, after, you know, looking into the director a bit more and seeing that he was involved with, you know, the Animatrix and some of the... Um, yeah. Seg- a couple of... Vampire Hunter D, right? Ooh, the only a- Matrix movie I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he also did yeah, one of the Vampire Hunter Yeah. D and this films. is uh, Yoshiaki Kawajiri. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was involved with like um, I can't remember the which one which ones it was, but it was like the runner and something else. Yeah, I mean, I, it, as an anime, it's like there's definitely cooler like a, most animes will have more depth yeah. than than well, the, and the you top can layer see of this at some story. points like where they ran out of money and time sure. to refine it. Like at the one point where he is there with the McClouds, you can see all these embers yeah. in the air, and you can still see the like the the polygon like square around the like. That's like uh, again, probably still yeah. one of the better looking Highlander movies. Sure, sure, yeah. No, but I was saying like you can tell that it's like kind of got lost somewhere, yeah. and um, yeah, I don't know. I think um, if you're gonna do Highlander as an anime, like why not just make it about Connor? You know, why do we have to have this guy Colin? Like they probably didn't have the rights. 
Yeah. Yeah, but the, it was the same producers. And yeah. Everything, so or, well, but Lambert might, because he produced a few of them. That's true. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, if you're not going to have Connor, it's like, why then force him to be a McLeod? I don't think I needed, but I guess you want him to be he Highlander. He has to be a Highlander. Yeah, Highlander. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, like, that didn't bother me. And, like, I would like to see, like, a different, like, I, if, I, if this was a backdrop pilot for a show, like, I'd probably watch this show. Quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and it's like, you know, you're putting it into this very specifically Japanese medium. So, I mean, like, why not bring that into it a little bit more? They did. that. Japan was yeah. one of the places we stopped on our world tour of time periods. As, as did Ramirez. Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. We've stopped there many times in the series, but um, you might as well, you know, like... I would have liked to see that sidekick character bring in something like distinctly Japanese to the mm. mix. I guess. Yeah. Or like, I'm not why? Sure. Why does it also have to place take place in New York? Like, yeah, yeah at the Meadowlands. Specifically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, wow. But anyways, Wrestling. yeah, I think I, I maybe was a little bit burnt out hearing you say the things that were good about it. I I'm coming around a little bit more, but I still think like if you watch this standalone as an anime, it's real bad. If you look at it in the Highlander series you're like okay it's, it's the right. best one <laughs> i would say if, if you're out there and you're thinking about rebooting the highlander series that the blueprint for it is mostly in this movie mm. <laughs> yeah i mean i i would love to see more act i think they can do action scenes like this now in, yes in live action so yeah i feel like uh, it's it's this type of rivalry and then but more of the game more of of other immortals, more of yeah. other things happening, but I think that this did the. Uh, and uh, granted, we didn't watch all the episodes of the TV show, and mm-hmm. I think the TV show probably did a very good job of this of mm-hmm. just showing different things and different times, and and well, that's the thing that's most interesting about it. And I think that there's something that there's a celebration of how special it is to be an immortal and what you get to see, but also how tragic that is, and kind of knowing that you're always being hunted. Um, and I think that this movie doesn't have a ton of that, uh, because we are, we, it's, it's a one-sided conflict. Like the only person who's being hunted is Marcus and Marcus is not too concerned about it because, because <laughs> yeah, Col- because Colin is just the barbarian charging in and dying every time. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I think it's the most interesting long form execution of the Highlander idea that we've seen. I like that both times someone gets their heads chopped off in this one. It's like one of those, like, mm. am I still okay? Hey, yeah. Which I think they only did like once in the live action movie. <laughs> they did. Yeah. yeah. Like the guy's body in the be- beginning keeps walking up the stairs, like, well, who's ready to attack? Or it was, it would, no, it was just Mario Van Peebles' half torso. Oh, yes, yeah. When well, Mario Van Peebles turned into the dad from Onward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, timely. Um, it was. Um, Another thing, too, is that we were talking about how Marcus has this, like, ideal of what he wants to do for Uh society. And one thing that I forgot to mention in the source was there is actually a moment of reckoning where Mythos is like, we've been immortal, we've been here all this time, and we have done nothing. We we have completely wasted it. We have not helped anybody. Civilization has fallen apart. We have all this power, and we didn't do shit with it. And it's like, yeah. Good point. (laughs) It would have been a better point if I believed the dystopia that they were living in. At least Colin, uh, Colin, fuck, I keep saying Colin. Duncan. Connor saved the world in the second movie. Oh, yeah, he built built a shit pretty pretty girl. He used his pretty girl. Here comes the sun. (laughs) Uh, Well, Tyler, I don't know. Do you have a uh, rating system? Oh, boy, do I have one. Um... 
No, it, it okay. was as an idea. How many butthole dresses <laughs> would you give Highlander the search for vengeance? I was like, I don't think I would have gotten butthole dresses from the motion that you were doing. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, like a pizza. I was like motion. pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> How many what again? Butthole, butthole dresses. dresses. Butthole dresses. Uh, I was going to go quickening vaccines. <laughs> uh, for me, um, I honestly. Uh, yeah, I I felt a lot of like, oh, this is what a Highlander movie should yeah, this be. This is what like. it should be. Yeah. Um, ideally, it would be. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to see this like live action, which would be amazing. But um, I I am glad that this exists, and I you know I agree with Elis too. Like, yeah, if you if you take this and look at. All of if it anime. was just if it was just an original <laughs> yeah. anime, you'd be like, "Well, this is whatever." And maybe like, sensical. And yeah. maybe if we were like, "Let's just check out this movie," having not seen any of the other Highlanders, yeah. I'd yeah. be like, "Oh, that was kind of lame." But uh, as part of the Highlander franchise, which is what we're talking about, it's it, I think it's like a, a more fully realized version of the of all the cool ideas, exactly the cool and, things that they think that yeah. the series should be uh, made it into this movie uh, and are are more fully realized. And so I would give this. Uh, Six, um, six, what is it again? I've already forgot. Butthole dresses. Butthole dresses. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> six butthole dresses. Yeah. I, that's interesting though. Cause I, that thought never even occurred to me is that like the way this is, if it were live action would be cool. Yeah. It didn't even occur to me to like, look at it that way. Cause I'm just looking at it as <laughs> an anime movie, uh-huh. which I've seen many of, you know? Yeah. So, um, I, I think I was going to go even lower before, but I think uh, you have talked me up to three butthole dresses. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Uh, yeah. Dang, you were going to go lower than three? Yeah, I was going to give it like a two. Oof. Um, so you like some of the live action ones better. Interesting. Not really. I don't think I gave, I think I only gave <laughs> I the remember. first one, like I think, I think two, three, all of oh, them okay, have been okay, like okay. twos and ones Fair. and threes. All right. Yeah. Crazy. I'm going to give this one six butthole surfers. Uh. <laughs> we also, we didn't rate the TV show, you know, which I think now right. in the end, like the live action TV show is kind of the best. Well, we can talk yeah. about it. Yeah. But. yeah, yeah. Right. Because there is that guy who trained the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Dog powers. <laughs> Activate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that it. What did you say? Six as well? Six. Yeah. Copycat. I think that Copycat. it's. Copycat. Uh, uh, <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool in the context of the Highland movie. Like, even in the first like 10 minutes and I was like, Oh, like this is, yeah. I remember you mentioned, you, you messaged me like, I, I just watched the first five minutes and it's pretty cool. cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I think that the, again, like Highlander Two: the quickening was trying to be this movie mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways. Like it had a, Final Fantasy VII plot, like yeah, a global. They, yeah. they mentioned global warming in this movie too. Yeah, right? uh, and and I think that the scale of it, the ridiculousness of it, the the operatics of of I've been trying to kill you for two thousand years, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is is good. Works very well in the medium at of anime, and I think that the rest of the movies are striving to be what this is. And I think that now if you're remaking these movies that you can actually make this live action and you can make it not cheesy and not terrible. We almost made it with speed racer. Uh, yeah, we, we don't want it to look like the GI Joe movies no. or anything like that, please. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Well, we'll see what happens with that Cowboy Bebop movie. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. I think oh, with you. Yeah. I went with you. Uh, that was, Rupert uh, Sanders. <laughs> that was not good. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, so what would be your ranking uh, for this series? Oh, the whole series. I mean, I kind of spoiled it because I can go first because I'm ready. Go for um, it. I think in the end, like, well, there can be only one, but also... Uh, <laughs> it can be only number one. <laughs> yeah. I think, holistically, that live-action TV series with Duncan McCloud is the best of what Highlander can be. The Highlander yes. myth can be, out of what there is. And after that, I would say the first movie, just for setting it up and for having Sean Connery uh, <laughs> there, um, and then the anime, then two, because now... But I've seen the entire thing. I do actually still admire what that one was trying to do uh-huh. more than some of these lamer sequels. So two and then four for having Duncan mainly be the protagonist. Then three, which is, yeah, the bad one. Yeah. Where Duncan was there for like two minutes or something. Right? Duncan's not in it. Oh, they met. Yeah, they that, that was the one with uh, John. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So then three, and then five. Those sources. His adopted son. Horrible John. bastardization is the source. I have taken this child as my yeah, son. As my. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I pretty much agree with that. I think that I might go. Uh, TV show, anime. Mm. Um. Two. <laughs> one three five. What about four? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two, two, one, four, three, five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. For me, I, I'm like, I'm really tempted to put the anime at the top just because yeah. I, I just am like, I, I have wanted to just see cool fights and like yeah. the dudes using a sword, like the sword fights never look cool. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, th- this is what I wanted. And yes. I, I, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to put it at the top. Like, yeah. I didn't, we didn't, yeah, we didn't do a rating for the series, but I probably would have also probably given it a six. Yeah. Um. So I, I guess I'll do the anime and then the series. And then I would go into probably um, the first film so uh, after that, watch yeah. Lambert, watch that wrestling. Yeah. And then after that, I think, uh, you know, all the other ones. <laughs> with, the source, with the source at the very the Would you bottom. put two above three and four? Um, I would put, uh, yeah, after, after you know, I, I gave two and three the same score. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like three better than everybody else. Yeah. I think I would give but it two. Yeah. Mostly because it had the through the ages thing that I think is interesting yeah. about this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we have alluded to this many times throughout this series, but it's been reported that these, what's his name? Chad, the John the, Wick the, guy, the John Wick fellows, he, they have obtained, you know, the rights or yeah. the, been assigned yeah, to Chad do still husky. Yeah. Yes. To do Highlander and bring it back. And so uh, somehow 
even after these last seven weeks of what we've been through, I would still love to see a modern day Highlander. I don't of, know why. Of <laughs> all of the films that I think that are the nostalgia grabs or things from the eighties that have been remade or kind of repurposed, like this one, I feel like that there's a lot there and you can make something that's really cool and that people yeah. would be really excited about. Oh yeah. Um, just and leave out all the crap. Just I, I think that the things that are most interesting about this series are the immortals, the 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 people that that not the persecution of being an immortal. Like everybody feels kind of cursed by it. There's a little bit of a. Uh, it's not like oh, I'm so powerful. Like when Duncan uh, or or Connor become immortal, like they're shunned. Like yeah. they, you know, like they're, they're they're always trying to. It's a lonely life. Um, but there's also great joy in it. They get to you know be in all these places, and mm-hmm. there's like, it's kind of like this Forrest Gump story of like, oh, he was here, he was here, they were there. Yeah. How exciting! Um, and also that knowing, I feel like that what all of them have lacked is the feeling of just constantly being hunted and knowing that like that this can always happen, and kind of setting that up where it's not quite Mortal Kombat, but it is something where that threat is always imminent, mm-hmm. um, and not in like a super lame like doomsday prepper way well actually and another thing that they only specifically pointed out in the anime is that when you come around another immortal you're like like you get like a weird feeling yeah well duncan had that in the the tv show sometimes yeah they would be like like, what but they made it seem like they had vertigo all of a sudden like yeah Yeah, this one they literally were like when you come around another immortal you will feel weird like yeah yeah no yeah they could sense it yeah well and it's again duncan could sense that fucking Richie was an immortal. She yes. never told him. Yeah, <laughs> withholding but, information. But he, but he, but he killed his wife. Yay. Yeah, I. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those franchises that, um, yeah, like you were saying, is like people for whatever reason would be totally clamoring for this. Yeah, if it, if it came out, especially if it came out from Chad Stelhesky, if that really happens, like people would be nuts people. Well, because people think that it's. I mean. We thought that it was like, oh, there's a reason people like these movies. Until we dove in, we were like, oh, wait, what? It's just the idea. It's a nugget of an idea that was so cool and just... Well, and keep trying. And I feel like not seeing anything like that when you were a kid, it would be like, wow. Yeah. 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 We're kind of spoiled now with all the other. Yeah. 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 I I I totally get why, like, in. At that time, watching like when I was seven, I probably thought it was the coolest fucking thing in the world. Yeah, and now it's just like this is super lame. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> after seeing all the other things we've yep. seen, um, but yeah, I would be so down for that. I would, I would go see it in a heartbeat. But they could also fuck it up again. So you know. yeah, <laughs> lamb bear, lamb bear, lamb bear, cameo yeah. <laughs> as Raiden. Um, <laughs> he better be uh, a cameo. That's all. Um. <laughs> Well, you can probably get Christopher Lambert on the Cameo app, too. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, it's me. (laughs) Leave a message for Tyler. So I think that that brings us to the end. Sure does. Yeah. Here we are. We made it. We all... (laughs) You've said that so many times. (laughs) We just let it sit there. Uh, Mostly because I can't remember what the next line is. (laughs) Here we are. And then what? Here we are. Something, 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 we're the princes of the you. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, I don't know the second line, so I can't even continue your joke. Fighting for something. (laughs) Fighting for the Nazis. (laughs) The remake better have a sick cover of Queen. A good one. Oh, yeah, that would be sweet. Or or bring Adam Lambert. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. My mind is blown. (laughs) 
with it for years. Adam Lambert. You know, just how, what everyone calls him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. God. It probably be something lame like Imagine Dragons. That's oh. exactly what I was going to say. Oh, my God. I can't believe you said that. I was going to say that same fucking thing. Oh, uh, okay, We're anyways. probably totally... We're always right. Yeah, Let, true. Okay, so it's been seven weeks. Let us know wh- wh- how you felt about this series and, uh, like, uh, as podcast episodes and in general and uh, let us know what you want to see for the rest of the year uh, at sequel rights at gmail.com or on social media twitter instagram and facebook at sequel rights and please rate and review us on apple podcasts give us five stars as as you would give any of these movies as we (laughs) gave to all these movies five stars and uh, those of you who have stayed all the way to this final end moment. We have a secret for you. We're going to let you know what we're watching next. <laughs> you might have thought, oh, wow, they just did a seven-episode franchise. Maybe they want to take a break. Uh, we'll take a one-episode break. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we are going to be talking about Herbie the Love Bug. One next. Herbert Love Bug. <laughs> That's right. Yay. The, the six, uh, six series franchise. Six movies, you If said. you want to watch along, the entire series is available on Disney+. Plus. That's right. That's right. Bing. What does it do? Herbie oh, goes to know. Alcatraz. <laughs> Herbie. Herbie goes to. <laughs> Herbie, uh, the Herbie little toaster goes to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're not wrong. You're not too far off. But uh, yeah, I thought it was time we uh, you know did something a little bit more family friendly and throw in some older films in this one too. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about it. Hopefully, you're excited about it. Herbie the Love Bug. I'm excited. 19- all- <laughs> what? Go ahead. I said I'm excited to find out which one of these has a sex scene so I get caught on it with the train. Oh, <laughs> oh God! Love all is right. in the title. That's true. And it in is the, the love bug. <laughs> Who's in love? I don't know. Is, is it a bug or is it a car? I don't know. Yeah, so. Anyways, yeah. We're going from 1968, 1968 all the way to Lindsay Lohan in the next few weeks. Yay. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>